Okay, cool. So, hi guys. Hi, Chris. <laughs> question today is, have you experienced failure? Have <laughs> <laughs> a chance. Um, any failure, was there anything along the way that was, yeah, that was a failure to you? I mean, you had your music, your band. Yeah. That was, why would you consider That was a failure. <laughs> um, it was a fail. Because... My current understanding of what happened there, trying to do music, I was trying to do two things at once. Mm. I was trying to work as an editor and filmer and sort of do music as well. But mm. What I had to do was just do music, focus on that 100%, go touring and everything. But mm. Okay, so it's like splitting yourself too thin basically. Okay, but looking back on it, was it a good thing? Was failing at being a band a good experience? Um, doesn't feel like it. <laughs> mm. Person can always take lessons from stuff that didn't go right. Um, so yeah, I learned a lesson about focus, I think. Okay. But <laughs> so, <laughs> so in that way, do you think that very often people fail because they're not focused? Is that seeing that that's sort of one of your the reasons people fail. Yeah, like I mean, that. there's a lot of reasons. Like one of the reasons that you're just not suited for it, and that could very much be the case for me in music, or me working with someone else doing music. Maybe that was the, the factor, because um, yeah, I mean, music is a special special case as well. There's a lot of difficult. There's a lot of difficulties in the industry and it all relates also to how you come across as a marketable person mm. and the kind of music you make and where the market's at right now and you know mm. it's a difficult one um, but so yeah I don't think focus is the only reason for failure a person can be all in on something and still fail mm. um, you've got to choose your field to be mm. a practical one as well. Yeah. I mean, you would know about that, right? Yeah, <coughs> definitely. But, um, I can talk about another failure that I can speak about. Um, okay. And that was a more practical failure. That was with a client. Um, we wrestled the whole way through, like, through the storyboard, script, um, character design. We just struggled to get this video for a client sorted um, and from the beginning I had said look this script is not working we need to change the script because I didn't I wasn't in charge of the script it was some other professional guy who wrote the script but he did a terrible job um, and so but the client refused to change the script obviously they paid money mm -hmm. to a script writer so they're like no, no let's stick with the script mm -hmm. I didn't push back enough. I wasn't. I didn't stand firm enough on my understanding of the of the situation. So, yeah. So I, I followed the script and we made a video with characters and animation and everything. Mm. That was what the client had told us to do, mm. and the client hated it. Yeah, and the job got cancelled. Okay. Um, and I learned a lot from that experience. 
going to push back like so that I learned that the client doesn't actually know what they want always mm. and they need me as, as more as the expert yeah. in this field to tell them this is not going to work mm. you're going to get something you don't like so. mm. how often have you found that that is true throughout that um, the client don't know what they want is there sometimes clients that do know what they want or sure. is it but like in a ratio do you find like I don't know like is it 70% of the clients that really don't know what they want you've got to guide them um, or yeah I'd say it's evenly spread out across okay. the whole range okay. like from 100% I mean, a client knowing what they want can even, like, I would put those clients that come to me and say, hey, you're the expert, we'll follow your advice. Those clients know what they want. Oh, okay. They're like, they're, they're, they have, um, they have to understand they want to get this message across and mm. I'm quite sure what's the best way to do it and mm. then they will ask me to try and... Okay. It's almost like a confidence of where their role is. Yeah. So they give more over. Sure. There's more collaboration. Okay. I experienced okay. it just recently where a client mm. asked me to completely change the style mm. of the video. And I got on a call with them and I said, no, we can't do it. We can stop the job now if you want. Or I can, we can keep doing this style and you'll, you will like it. <laughs> and so they, they let me finish the video and then they were am amazed okay. when they had the final video. Yeah. Okay. What I'm hearing is the two lessons was... Focusing, focusing on one thing, on one thing. Yeah. and the other lesson was um, you're the expert in your yeah. job basically how does failure impact one's identity or in that time when you know you've you you failed something how does that influence you um, as a person you know and your perception of yourself basically when it, when it comes to to my work and business and clients it's just find the next one and do better um, but when it came to the, the music, the music was like an identity thing for me. Um, growing up on the farm, that was like my skill. I was good at music, and that's what I wanted to do, and that was what made me feel secure in myself. Mm. It's my ability to play and sing, compose music, and playing music in bars and like in front of these rooms of talking people and stuff and no one's paying attention and um, or when no one shows up it's just playing for like two people it was pretty um, pretty soul destroying pretty mm -hmm. soul crushing because you've I think music was the only thing I ever put my whole heart into my whole self mm. right um or, let me not say that, I mean, I've put my whole effort into videos numerous times, mm. but my identity wasn't tied up in them. Mm. This was, doing videos and doing business was just a learning process and a growing process for me, and I viewed it like that very clearly. Mm. Mm. But music was like this mm. true expression of yourself, and then you put it out there, mm. and then people are like, mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that that like, mm -hmm. um, so I think I still feel feel hurt. By yeah, that. I was discussing right. it with Richard, my mm. the guy who's in the band with me, mm. and we both say we feel like it's almost like a 
an ex-girlfriend or like a spurned mm. lover mm. has left mm. you and you still have these scars mm. Mm. <laughs> and you're still always in the back of my mind in the back of his mind as well there's like music is the other thing we should be doing and we should like we haven't closed that off yeah. even though we keep telling ourselves we have but it's always it's always there so I don't really know that yeah. I didn't really answer your question it no just, it left some sort of yeah scar scar it left something uh, okay I did, you know, I'll find myself crying at random pieces of music and not knowing why. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's, I tell you, it's an old lover. <laughs> it's interesting, yeah, I mean, what stands out for me, what you're saying is the thing of, you know, you were very young when you could play or perform in front of people, which were maybe six or between six and ten, you were doing mm-hmm. that really. And you didn't really need to be able to kind of communicate or speak to people or anything in many ways, right? You could just bust out the guitar and that's, you got all that affirmation. So it's, it makes sense that it became your thing, right? And it makes then also sense why it destroyed you when you were performing in front of people, you know? Well, I think the business thing is like there's gradual little failures or things that people push you back on and you have to like grow and so there's a more natural give and take mm-hmm. so yeah it makes sense I mean I relate to the failure thing um, regarding my the filmmaking which was very similar you know you have these sort of I don't know what it is you attach your identity to it because maybe someone said that you you're good at this or you have talent in this way and it kind of makes it easier in some ways you know you're like jippoing life also in some ways you know um and i think a lot of artists actually fall into that that trap where they kind of seclude themselves and they just go and focus on putting out this one piece of art again and when it doesn't work it's like they just go lower you know (laughs) Um, yeah, so identity and failure and creativity is is, is, is difficult. It's like a, a death sentence. A death sentence. That's why it's easier to focus on commercial stuff yeah. and business. Yeah. And like, yeah. <laughs> but there's also something healthy in there that we found. Um, I think by focusing on commercial, on commercial stuff. But there's this this thing about serving as an artist or being sort of in that unhealthy space. You're not serving people; actually, serving yourself. Right? We've we've discussed this, and it's um, there's something about giving people what they want that is healthy mm-hmm. than just doing what you want. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So. <sighs> Whenever I put you and failure in one like <laughs> picture, I'm like, I know, like you're like, Faha, I'm failure. No, yeah, um, I don't see but that's failure. a weird thing. Yeah, I see learning opportunities. One thing to point out that I've noticed about you is that you move fast, like I always say, and because of that, even if you do fail, it's small failures. You make quick decisions, and so you know where someone would wait. A while and they'll make this massive decision which has all these little implications that they're not ready for you kind of just do them quickly you know um, over a period of time have you noticed that that is a benefit and other people don't actually do that as easily have you seen that or don't you realize you're doing it I don't realize I'm doing it for sure and okay. like I said I never think of I never think of failure <laughs> 
I'm never thinking that I've, I've failed or okay. that, um, or even that I did something wrong generally. <laughs> okay, so when there's some confusion, you never think it's you. It's like always like, like oh, me and this person struggling, it's them. Struggling. I hope they learn a lesson okay, from no, no, no. this. <laughs> I'm not thinking that exactly, I guess. You generally just want to move on from that position of uncomfortability or something that went wrong. Yeah. And you're just like, okay, next time I'm going to avoid it. That's all you think, basically. Okay. Pretty much. <laughs> There's a quote where they say, like, it's not about failing, it's how quick you get up again. I think in the word failure, I don't use the word failure. <laughs> but when something goes wrong, or some situation goes sour, then it's looking at myself and seeing what did I do that it was not right. Very often it's just that I took on all the work instead of giving it out to people. And like, now I've got to change my mind, you know. Mm. In order to best serve my clients, I need mm. to... Mm. There's also something there, is we, when we have a strength, we... Because your strength is you can do lots of things at the same time. So I think you're always like competing in that way where you're like, oh, I'm going to take all this on, see if I can do it subconsciously. That's what you do. And so that's also kind of your, your kryptonite. Um, and then trying to pass the information in such a way that, you know, what was my part in this situation that went sour? And then what can I do? How can I try and keep this in mind for the future to not have the situation mm-hmm. happen again? I think for myself, again, I overthink things. That's but I'm, but it's again, it's a strength I think I have, you know. So I like to plan and reconsider things and come up with ideas. But it's also my weakness because I just keep on like thinking and brainstorming and carrying on, and I never take action, you know. <laughs> but yeah, again, the outsourcing thing does seem to be global because since I've had some people helping me that yeah. does create movement and I can't overthink because they call on me the whole time. So the outsourcing one is highly recommended. Yeah. <laughs> Delegation. Delegation in any form, you know, um, I think it grows a person so much. Um, so that, that's been amazing. Um, someone else said this, I don't know who, so, but it may not be your fault, but it's still your responsibility. Hmm. So, situation might not have been caused by you or it, it might not be directly you know me not my fault <laughs> but it's still your responsibility it's still my responsibility to take it on make it right do whatever is in my power okay yeah i think you know different from you i tend to take my failures very personally like small to big onto myself and i think that's been my biggest lesson to not do that is to just I don't know how to explain, just keep it outside and just think logically about what happened and not take it onto myself. So Not get emotionally invested in your failures. Yeah, yeah. not getting emotionally invested <laughs> in my failures. Yeah, so that, that's been the, the more difficult one for me, you know. Um, well, for me, you just have high emotional intelligence. For me, I get, I'm obviously emotionally invested. Mm-hmm. And all I can tell, I have this like tight feeling, or mm-hmm. like I can, or irritable, but I don't really know what's going on. Mm-hmm. That's that's well, how it is for me. <laughs> well, for me, it just stops my day, and I have to think about it and investigate it. Otherwise, I just can't function doing anything. So, 
I think the lesson is to put things in place where you avoid more of those and then also just be more sort of realistic and logical about why things happen. It helps me to cope with not getting too invested. Mm. Um, and yeah, and just also not crossing boundaries between, you know, uh, how can I say, getting attached to people and what they say and what they do, just separating myself and just categorizing it. This is a business thing. This is a this, this is that, which my personality just crosses lines very easily where I don't understand this is a business thing or this is this is something that this person is just purely giving their opinion. They mm. didn't think about hurting you or anything. So those those have been learning curves for me. Yeah. Someone just giving their opinion, hey? Someone just giving their opinion. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so <laughs> my final word and the takeaway is just that a person should learn who you are and how to quicker overcome the things that you struggle with and just... I think a big a big thing is also just to assess and sit with other people and being open to discover yourself because that is a big process of just how to overcome your failures quicker and to analyze was it a failure and how much were you involved and then like you know said taking responsibility because that is the that's sort of always I I found same as you know that responsibility is the sort of antidote to overcoming and growing uh, from those failures hope you enjoyed this one this was a talk about failing and uh, learning from your failures and just how to overcome them so cool over and out over and out guys chat next time again goodbye